0: Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. It was another massive week of NRL Supercoach for round 10, and it's gonna be very, very interesting heading into round 11, how I, my team plays out because I do have four dolphins currently and all at a decent price, and really, I think I'm gonna just make a, a decent 17 there and hopefully can still make some some ranks. But thankfully for me, I've saved a fair few trades. I'm on 28 at the moment. You see here, I'm down to 25. And that's me with, with me using a boost this week to be able to get a good 17 on the park. And then you can imagine next week, the team's gonna be pretty stacked with those four Dolphins guys coming back. I actually have no Warriors players in my side. So I think, yeah, if I can hold rank this week or it be somewhere close to that, if I can potentially make a few even better, but uh, yeah, then from the next few weeks, there setting up towards the buy, but round 12, I think it's gonna be huge for me Just see if I can pick the right bench because I'm gonna have a lot of decent players in there, probably sort of 20 to pick from, I'd say. And, and then sort of round 13 onwards, being able to set up really well, having saved a bunch of trades. And if I use the boost this week, that'll leave me with one remaining. But remember guys, in round 13, you do get three trades, same with 16 and 19. So I think three should be enough anyway, without having to use a boost. So I think saving one of those is going to be really worthwhile and we'll set ourselves up well. But 1296 is our score in around 10. It was a cracker. We had Heinz as captain, as most teams did, especially in that top 1%, which I'm in, which is awesome. And a season rank of 1294. So in a really, really good position, guys, team value at 14,225,000. We're up there with some, you know, of the top sort of top 100 top 200 in terms of team value as well i've seen a few people below me in in terms of their team value which is good news for for my squad and shows how like over this buy period it's gonna be really important i think to be able to have a high team value and probably 20 21 good players really yeah probably four or five kind of cheapies or you know guys that have failed really like you know we're all gonna have one or two of of moale and and bemidocosila the couchman's these kind of players there and then mixing in like an alamodi or something like that, that you know, isn't probably worth playing each and every week, but that's where you're at in that one there. So 1296, a good score overall. Let's get into you know, my team last week and how we went, and then we'll get into my trades and the, and the buy, hold, sell heading into this week. So my my squad here is taps up top so 63 did a solid one Hosking as well 67. We'll take both of those scores for those guys Hosking just ripped in with the the tackles and you know a few runs but mainly just getting in the defensive side which is is solid and and he'll be an interesting one over the next bunch of weeks what we do with Hosking in round 13. I'm sitting there with my round 13 team needing some second row forwards so you can see my trades this week, which I'll show you in a sec. And yeah, I'll show you where we're set up towards round 13 and 14 there as well. Wilton, another try. So we've been waiting all season for him and we almost traded him out or thought about it anyway after his low score a couple of weeks ago. And then he's gone 200s in a row, which has been awesome. Malatalo brought in this week and you know, hoping and thinking that the Sharks would come out and win this game, win well. And obviously Nico is captain as well, but thankfully having Wilton and Malatalo, they were both able to score a try even in that loss. So for them to only score three tries in that one and two of them to go to my plays it worked out really well. Okay, Jeremy Marshall King has been absolute godsend. He's been amazing in that hooking position. You know, Grant's in there doing just fine and I traded Grant to Marshall King and that worked out great for me. Gilbert, I said he would have a bit of a bounce back this week and 62 for him, it was a good game. My thoughts with him—it's very interesting on what's going to happen with the the origin side for Queensland. Does he get picked in that? Because if he doesn't, he's obviously great coverage, but you know, is it worth potentially holding him up until that point? There's the guy down a little bit lower, having Welch. I think I would trade before uh, the great man Tom Gilbert. I think that Tommy can score better than Welch. He Obviously, a bit more expensive, but even if they do both miss thirteen, I could just trade Gilbert. But I think it's probably worth holding, just with so them having so many forwards, and it's probably going to be a mix between him, Cotter. Yeah, people talking about whores, bro. These types of players there. So yeah, interesting in that. Hammer, I did hold him again this week. It was thoughts to trade him out, but it was just the hope that he could do okay. He did seek a try in this one, which was good. Um, yeah, having a couple of like Katoas and and, and Tabuifado, even with the Sharks guys absolutely dominate, uh, getting dominated in this one. It was nice to have a lot of try scores actually. out Hammer. Um, Jeremy Marshall King had a nice try back in for, for Katoa in that one. And then Hammer scored his try at Katoa. Uh, and then Wilton and also Malatalo was lovely. But yeah, that's it with Hammer there. Johnson, I brought him in a couple of weeks ago. 76 in this one. Hopefully a big game in the one to follow. Welchie, I think he's got to go this week, guys. 35 in this one. Just not good enough. And then you have Manu in there, 86. Brandon Smith, 50. I played him over Buller. Lost me nine points, but that was okay. I thought it was a bit safer. And then Fafita's just been dominating 100. Again this week, Gutho with the Sinbin, but sixty-seven was good. And then you got Preston, Cleary, obviously holding on to him, Hines is captain, and then Dylan Brown has just been amazing since I brought him in in like round four or whatever. I brought him in. So he was great. And then the bench guys, we've got obviously Alamotti in there, 32, Taruva, Katoa, both doing okay last week. Buller traded him in last week at 59, makes us about 90k, which is good. Then it's men, Ben metal Casilla, Couchman, and then Mazu, who will come straight back in for hammer this week in this one. So let's go to look at my team first before we look into some buy, hold, sell. And using three trades this week, I have gone early on to Fade and reasoning for that one. Top to be able to move on from one of those very average two RFs and that's Couchman. So Couchman moves on. Now I had 218 in the bank. So Couchman moves on to Horsburgh with that extra cash and Taruva goes down to uh, the great Valence to Fade. You see here in my center wing there i've got obviously a great four in mazu malatalo manu and johnson hammer as my fifth guy which i think is great he's going to cover obviously that 13 and 14 as well which is good hopefully that he does get at least a couple of games and that's all we're kind of needing from him is him to play two more it is a bit of a risk bringing him in now but i think still that's it's worth it at this point to be able to improve across the board so Couchman goes, because I, I would have gone Ben than for Silla because he's potentially going to lose a little bit of cash, and he's a little bit cheaper, but I just couldn't fit uh, the two guys I wanted in, and then Welch goes to DeBellin this week, and yeah, didn't want to play Welch this week, I think I'm done with him, I think I'm better than that at the moment, he's, uh, he's been, he has been was serviceable, he's had two bad games, yeah, that's it for him, and DeBellin comes in, and I think you know, the 2RF duel with him and Horsbro is going to be really valuable, Looked as I was saying there, I've got Preston, Fafita, Wilton, and Hosking in that 2RF, and then I had Couchman as well. So I had no one playing in 13 and no ability to drop down any of these guys into that position. So now, obviously having Horsburgh in there, if he does happen to, to go to origin, I can switch one of these guys down or I could trade one of them out. But uh, yeah, very well set for origin guys or non-origin guys in round 13. In the front row forward, I've got Jerry Marshall King to play 13, Smith to play 14 when, uh, yeah, which is going to be helpful. Both of them can play in that one. Obviously, yeah, two RF I've got to fix. Potentially one or two of Preston, Wilton and Hosking will go in that week, I think, or or close to it, considering I don't have to this week with all of them playing pretty good. Hosking does go down a little bit, but that 67 is going to help him. Dylan Brown and Katoa, obviously deal bags in uh, 13. Katoa probably in 14, unless I trade out him by that point, but he's continuing to go up in price, which is good. We can just take the automatic emergency guys for Heinz and Cleary most likely, unless one of them suspended or injured. I think that's going to be the best way to go about it. Is that you can because it's the 13, 13 of your best seventeen. One of your uh, one of your emergencies can play. If I have like fifteen playing um, and you know, obviously no one in the half position, then I just get the auto emergency for that halfback position, which will be the lowest of those, of those guys, which is going to be interesting how it all plays out. Cause it's a new, new way of doing it in super coach, but yeah. And then you look to the, the center wing and I've got Mazu, Johnston, and also Hammer that will play in the center wing in that game. And then hopefully it's Tafade as well. So that would be my four would be the goal. And then Gutho in 13. And then when he's out in 14, Bullock can play f- 14, which is pretty nice overall. I'm pretty happy with the trades at the moment, and then we'll work out what happens in 12 and 13. Hopefully only like two a week in 12 and 13, and we can sit at 21 uh, with, with round 13 in the books, and then, you know, pushing forward from there, kind of use sort of, what, 12 to 13, 14 over that next period, and then leave eight or so for the last eight, I think would be pretty fair. That's, you know, almost two a week for that sort of seven six to seven rounds from around 14 onwards and I think that's going to set us up great and I'm not too worried about traits at all with the way that I've... There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. I've been able to hold... A few, and not use all my boosts yet, but uh, one to come in that one. So then we'll move to the game day and just talk about a few of those few of those buys. And as I said, I think Horsburgh and Jack DeBellin are going to be good purchases for you heading into you know the next few weeks, especially. And, and now is going to be a good time to actually grab them in your side, just because they are a little bit cheaper. They both gone up about forty-five to fifty k, maybe a tad more for for JDB. Yeah, I think fifty-three maybe for him. Up to 597 and you know, guys in this Raiders team that we want to look at, obviously Tomoko's been playing super well. And if he's he's someone in the center wing that is a tiny bit cheaper than some of those top guns, it could be a solid option as well. Other guys are Garrick, and I was so close to pulling the trigger on him last week and I was so upset when I saw that he had three line breaks for doing absolutely nothing. Like I saw the two, the first two of them. I don't know where the third come from, but the first two were them just going wide. Him, yeah, the, the, him getting outside those guys, but he's still ten meters behind the line. He would run eight to ten meters and then go, oh, I can't get past the line, and have to cut back in and run into the defense. And they call, they called them line breaks. So him, for him to get eighty in that game was just wild. But yeah, I'm a little bit salty that I didn't trade him in for uh, hammer or something like that. But yeah, would have picked up an extra 40 points or something like that, which uh, wasn't expected, that's for sure. But Hudson Young, Tomoko, both great buyers, Along with Horsburgh, I expect a few more minutes out of Hors and uh, he didn't get the offloads that he did the week before. So 62, probably looks to be about his floor at the moment and will do great for you. In that one, obviously round 13 is not a go for the dogs, but uh, we do see Car come back and I think that helps Alamotti in this one. If you're holding guys like Perham I think that's completely fine. Same with Burton. Same with Preston and, you know, Reedy's gonna be a little bit up and down. And let's wait for the Carazza's price to come down so we can hopefully pick him up in like round 14 or something. As I said with Garrick, yeah, Turbo, they're both kind of, obviously Garrick's more of a trade in. Turbo a hold at this point, if you're looking at him. Bisseca, we spoke about him as potentially being sort of that 55 to 65 type of guy. And he didn't perform very well in the first half. Second half was much better to get him up. Two fifty-seven in that one. You got DCE. Kohler comes back, but yeah, none of them are options at this point. If you're holding Kepi, low score, and you hope for better this week in the Broncos. There's a couple of guys I want you to have a mini look at, and that's Flegler. He's sneakily getting fifty minutes this, you know these last few weeks, and he should be able to pump out 50s for you at a fairly cheap price. So definitely have a look at him in your side and I'll definitely have a, a further look since I made these trades a couple of days ago. He's kind of come onto my radars. I, I was looking at all the different options and, and he's sneakily getting those big minutes and without Haas and without Carrigan in round 13, I think he's gonna be you know, fairly important and round 14, maybe some limited minutes for those two or if there's an injury or something like that, Flegler could be that guy. So keep him in mind in that one. Warriors and the Panthers, obviously the Warriors do play in 13. They missed they miss 12 though. So that's the frustrating one, if you're looking at them. Torko Harris back in a big way, our dual position legend. I just can't pick him up now and, and he could be a 13 buy for me. They do have a buy in round 16 as well, which is a little bit frustrating as well, but yeah, it is what it is. Adam Finol blake continues to score tries and it's just wild. So him and Harris, both obviously you know good guys to have in your side. Adam Finol blake fairly expensive now that he's been absolutely dominating. Johnson has been very, very solid and is the third best halfback at the moment, which has been amazing for him. You got 40, you got Ale, those kind of guys that are doing okay. I think 40 is a trade for you guys this week, given he's out for two weeks there and you know he's very up and down in his scoring, can get you a try or a line break and get 70, but then straight, straight back to a 40, which is very hard to play for a 40 for 40, hey? Eh? Uh, on the Panthers side, Dylan Edwards, great last week. Cleary also great. Uh, Toto in there as well if you're holding on to those three awesome Hosking I said as a hold for now as well Sharky's Dolphins we mainly spoke about that game but Talakai has been great Last week or the week before was the one to play uh, play around with him I was thinking about getting him and Malatalo considering I thought that the next three weeks they are going to dominate They both still scored well even though Sharky's got smashed in this one But uh, yeah, definitely not an option now with two weeks before the buy uh, and that's really all on the Sharky side, but often Dolphins, obviously guys like I have in my team in Jeremy Marshall King are, are more of a, a purchase next week, I think for sure. And then Tafade, if you want to go early on him, I understand that. And Lemuelu came back with another try and a great score for him. So that's that game there. Three more to go guys and I'll let you go. Thank you very much for, for sticking around watching these Super Coach videos. Uh, I'm obviously doing all right, which is good and, and learning a lot along the way, getting better and better each and every week now that I'm playing it properly. And uh, yeah, shows that you can get a, a pretty good rank if you actually put some time into it, like it, like everything. It's fun to play both fantasy and Supercoach, I think for sure. gives you, you know, rather than having two teams in fantasy and feeling a bit like you're cheating, uh, you have one of each in these two and, and just show how you go, it's great. Now uh, Storm boys, you know what's going on? Grand 54, ugh, yuck. Hopefully they do bounce back this week, but they obviously have a, a fairly tough matchup as well. Um, yeah, at home, thankfully for them, which is good. I've Munster just the solid guy in this pack. And and I saw uh, Solomon that won down here with 47 that uh, you know, wasn't as good as what you would have hoped for those that were looking at picking him up. And then Meany, I looked at him just as a, a top gun, but he'll uh, thankfully, likely lose some cash for those that don't own him. And he could be an option at some point with Pat not being back, maybe round 14 for Meany. Could be a good one as a, like a top center wing and then has that fullback duel as well. Bunny's out, still think Johnson's a solid pick, guys. Tass have been talking about as a decent one as well. And then you go down the line to guys like Murray, who I do think is a clear sell. This week obviously gonna be out through Origin and it looks like for majority of us 2RF guys, we're needing guys like Hopgood and, and the like there to be able to fill that 2RF uh, at the moment. But with a few of them you know, having some slight worries to, to go to Origin, it's a, it's a tough one there. But Walker's gonna be a clear hold and same with Luttrell. I expect some big games out of them again, as always. And then you go to Tigers and Dragons. We spoke about DeBellin as a great trade in, and I have this week so far. Then Jaden Sewer coming back with another 50-odd. He continues to do well. Birdie's gonna be solid, guys, but he'd hope for a few extra minutes and offloads and the like, but he tackled his heart out the other day, which uh, hopefully gets involved a little bit more in the attack, because they need him, guys. I I don't know why they don't use him that much. He seems to be a link man, and if he can be more of a damaging ball runner to the line, I think, you know, to the line, try and go for gaps rather than trying to bump people off, which is obviously good for fantasy with the tackle breaks. But I think if he goes to gaps and and goes to right right and left shoulders, I think he can get offloads through the middle and be very helpful, but yeah, we'll work that out. Uh, Hopefully he does anyway. Uh, Bulla, I think last week to get him if you want him, but obviously out in round 13, you'll play round 14 if he's in your wing, if he's he's in your fullback position. Uh, If you need him to play, that's gonna work. Uh, And then obviously Wakeham and Nofaluma. Nofaluma, welcome back to him for a couple of big games lately, which is good. Last couple of games, a weird one, the Roosters one in the bog. Obviously Cotto with a try was good. Hess has been solid as well. Crichton is back, I'd be waiting till round 14 for him. Manu, awesome work on his part as always. Billy Smith, you can have a look at him, but I want to see him play multiple games and not get injured before anything like that. Teddy is 61, eh, just average. Brendan Smith, I've got him as my hooker for this week. I very much hope he plays. It looked like he's having a bit of referred pain from his neck issues down his shoulder into his wrist and everything there, which is uh, not good. Well, I think he was holding his wrist because he's like his shoulder wasn't feeling very good. So it seems like it's more shoulder issue. And uh, that's really all on the rooster side. And then the cows, drinky, eh, he's okay in Supercoach. Probably more of a fantasy buy. Uh, Robson, obviously one of those guys is just pretty solid at the moment, but not really a buy. And then Cotta, it's a hard one to pick him now given origin is so close, if he does make that there. And then the Finisher, we had uh, Brown, he's gonna take over this week, so I think you need to get Brown in your side. feed up all the head-to-head guys, he's a must-have as always, but he's speaking about him every week as being that dominant guy. Tino continues to score pretty well, i uh, traded Cam Pereira a couple of weeks, eh, he was uh, a uh, got at that try, couple of tries this week, tried the week before, so if you're still holding on onto him, he'll go up a bit in cash over the next few weeks. Tanner Boyd's been great, uh, and then on the eel side, obviously, Gutho's there. You've got Hopgood at 60, so you'd hope for a little bit better. You had Madison, another 78. So he's been great, but very expensive. Penasini at 42, expect to bounce back from him. And Jaden Campbell, 35. Not exactly what you were looking for if you did trade him in, but I doubt many were, given he's in that tough wing fullback position with so many options. So that is the Supercoach video for the week, guys. I hope you enjoyed that. I wish you all the best of luck with your squads. Let me know uh, what your thoughts are on my trades. I think it's gonna set me up better for the buy period. Got plenty of two RF front row forward dual guys now. Uh, I think that's gonna be great. Center wing, seems set, 5'8", set, full back set. Uh, and then it's just gonna be the half position. What we do with that, if there's any injuries or suspension. So wish you all the best of luck guys and have a good one.